Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of Let's Grab Coffee. I am so excited to be back with you guys. Thank you so much for being patient since October for a new episode. So I really appreciate that you stuck with it and that you're back. Uh, lots of things have happened since then. I am now working three jobs and Andrew and I moved. So just in the chaos of trying to figure out all these schedules, I finally was able to get settled and talk to some really good friends today uh, for this episode. So thank you so much for coming back. Guys, I also wanna thank you. I got a notification last week that this podcast has had 500 plays, which is pretty cool. And so just thank you for listening. Um, maybe there's 500 people out there listening, although it's probably people who listen multiple times. Both are awesome, and I thank you so much for listening 500 times. Wow, that's so cool. All right, guys, today I get to talk to my good friends, Kat and Carly. We talked about um, teaching, actually. So Kat and Carly are both teachers, and I was a teacher last year. And we just talked about just the struggles, the good and the bad of being a teacher. And even if you're not a teacher, I think this is a really great episode because we talk a lot about just relying on the Lord and just finding the good things. And um, Kat and Carly had some really great encouragement and wisdom that they shared with me. And so I hope that you give it a listen and are encouraged. So even if you're not a teacher, please give it a listen. And I also wanted to just say I'm sorry in advance because, um, as I said before, we're in a new apartment, and so I set up a great little recording area by my kitchen table, not really realizing that the refrigerator would be running the whole time while we're recording. So I do apologize if you hear any uh, background noise that is our refrigerator. So next time I'm uh, recording a conversation, I promise won't be next to my fridge. So all that to say, guys, thanks for hanging in there, and I hope you enjoy this episode. I'm really happy you guys are here. Yeah, thanks, thanks for being for here today. Um, I've taken a really long break, so I appreciate you guys coming back and for everyone sticking with us. So, yeah. yeah. So, um, we're here sitting on a Friday night. I know this episode's called Let's Grab Coffee. So, um, tell me a little bit about, Kat, like, what are we drinking tonight? Because you brought it over. <laughs> yeah. We are drinking sangria because it's a Friday night. Woo! It's a Friday night. And you guys are teachers, either presently or uh, like Carly and I were past teachers and I know that Friday night like sangria is really good so sangria is sleeping so but I let's say if we were at a coffee shop um Carly what would you be drinking if we were like um, grabbing coffee somewhere something it's uh, definitely the chocolate yes kind of like a hot mint chocolate something would be my Ooh, favorite it's like a Christmas beverage yes yes always <laughs> year round yes uh, what about you Kat hmm I think it has to depend on the mood. Since we're in Florida, usually I opt for like a cooler drink, mm -hmm. like a refresher, because it's really sweet and sugary. Yeah. But if it's colder out, I like like a chai tea latte, or I've been really into like vanilla mochas and lattes and stuff like that, so. I love it. There is this coffee shop near my work. Um, I, it's called Axum, and. Um, is that in, um. There's one in Winter Garden. Yeah, there's one in Winter Garden okay. and one in Davenport. So okay. I live or work right near the one in Winter Garden, and yes. they have this cinnamon latte, and it's like Ooh, cinnamon yeah. and honey and vanilla. Oh, it's so good. I love yeah. it. I love it. Okay, well, I'm really going over here tonight and talking a little bit about um, just teaching and just life. And so, um, Kat, if you could just tell us a little bit about you, we'll go around and kind of share a little about who you are, how you got to Florida, um, how you met your husband, anything you want to share. 
Okay, well, I moved to Florida um, about 12 and a half years ago um, when my dad got a job at Disney. And four days later, we went to church at a celebration, community church, when I was still meeting in the high school. And Heidi very uh, subtly grabbed Kevin, my husband, and Taylor and pushed us in front of my sister and I said, hey, they're 16, <laughs> and walked away. So that's how I met my husband when we were 16 in high school. Love it. Um, we have a beautiful baby now named mm-hmm. Flynn. And how I got into teaching, I actually had, like, a huge desire to not be a teacher because everyone in my family was a teacher, and my mom was a teacher, and I did not want to be a teacher like my mom and my family. And actually, Debbie was, my mother-in-law was out of town one week, and we had to teach Sunday school, so I was in charge of teaching. I remember we taught, we were going through the ABCs of the the Old Testament, I think, or New Testament, I remember, It it was Z for Zion. And I taught it to the kids, and I walked away. I'm like, I think I want to be a teacher. Whoa. <laughs> no so way. That's yeah. cool you remember that. Yeah. yeah like I, the moment. Yeah. I do. It was, it was crazy. So. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah. I love it. Well, Carly, now would you like to tell us a little yeah. about who you are? Um, I moved to Florida about five, almost five years ago now. Um, I met my husband in college in Minnesota. Um, so he lived here before that, and then he went up for college. Um, and then um, we moved down. His family's here, and we just had a baby five months ago. And Brinley and Flynn are how many? Two weeks apart? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Either two, two, three, something like that. So it's yeah. really fun. Me and Kat were pregnant together <laughs> yeah. and had baby together, and yeah. So, and I got into teaching. Um, my dad's a teacher, my grandparents are teacher, teachers, so kind of ran the family, same thing. Um, but yeah, and through elementary school, I just distinctly remember loving my teachers and just watching them do what they did and just knowing, like, I want to do that. So, yeah, that's, that's awesome. kind of what I wanted to do. That's yeah. awesome. So, Kat, what do you currently teach? I currently teach second grade. Awesome. And Carly, what do you currently teach? I currently teach um, ages 5 through 12 <laughs> Yeah, um, English online um, to Chinese students. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's so cool. So, um, if you guys would tell me a little bit about some, since I was a teacher, it didn't last very long, but I would say the year that I was a teacher, you know, it was, it was good. It had hard moments and it had good moments, just like any job, but I just really remember loving the kids and like that was the thing that really got me through to the end of the year because there was a lot of times I was like I don't think I'm gonna last through the year but the kids are what kept me going so do you guys have any like favorite kid moments that you guys like what can share I think the best just relationships and conversations I've had with kids have been either after school um even if it's interrupting the lesson when I know a kid is off and I pull them out in the hallway and they admit something that's going on at home or, um, you know, kind of having that deeper level with them is really where I'm like, wow, like Mm -hmm. we have something here and you can let down in front of me or, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. I feel like that is honestly like those kid moments that I remember of like, you felt like a daughter or a son to me Mm -hmm. and this is beyond just teaching content, you know? Yeah. So I think that's something that brought me life. It's awesome. It's hard. Some some of my favorite teaching moments have been when I have students at the beginning of the year who are just so behind or so low or have, you know, really hard behavior problems and you just see their growth Mm -hmm. and you see them going 
I taught kindergarten for most of the time, going from not even knowing what a letter is to being able to read a story to me is just yeah. insane and yeah, so rewarding. I remember I had a student all year long was just kind of like a struggle getting him to communicate, like just how he was feeling, either physically or emotionally. Mm-hmm. And I just remember one day, it was probably like mid-year, like I thought, I was like, I'm never going to have a relationship with a student. And then like the mm-hmm. next day, he like came and gave me a big hug that Aww. I wasn't expecting. Yeah. And so like things like that, yes. that was really great. Yeah. Another one of my favorite moments is I took notebooks home to grade. Okay. And my student who is not engaged in class, like I wasn't sure she could write a full sentence. I found in her notebook, I like burritos, period, spelled completely right. And I was like, well, wow. <laughs> it has nothing to do with what you were talking about, but it was correct and I loved it. <laughs> so I like burritos. And you're like, I like burritos too. As well. Same. Same girl, same. <laughs> so what would you guys, what encouragement would you guys give to other teachers who might be struggling? Because I know like mm-hmm. I struggled a lot and I know that like if I didn't have people speaking into mm-hmm. my life at that time, like I wouldn't have gotten through. So you guys yeah. have any like encouragement, like even not just for teachers, but anybody who might be struggling in their job or, mm-hmm. you know, thinking they're not making a difference. I think one thing, especially with teachers and your class, you know, the group of students that you're given, um, especially in the district that we work in is it's such an ebb and flow. You're going to get kids that go in and out and in and out. And, Mm -hmm. um, I just remember just reminding myself like God has chosen these kids for me for this time. Mm -hmm. Every single one of them, whether they're here for a month with me or one comes in in January, that like God has specifically chosen them to be with me for a purpose. And, um, that just kind of kept me going of like, this is the Lord's work and his purposes will prevail in these kids. And, um, they're not in this class and those kids are not in my class for specific reasons. And so, cause that's, I mean, that's a huge, obviously part of teaching is mm-hmm. just the, the hand you're given, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. um, along with all the crazy testing and other stuff that's stressful, but I mean, mm-hmm. the kids kind of can make or break it. So I don't know. I think that was just a theme that I kind of always went back to was, you know, Kind of like having a kid, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, this is what the Lord has and trusting in that and knowing that's good, you know? Yeah. yeah he gave you that kid yeah. for, mm-hmm. for a reason. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Just not, so something encouraging is just don't discount any little tiny thing that you do in the classroom. Even if mm-hmm. it feels like it was a hard day and you got nothing accomplished, even if you didn't get academics accomplished, chances are the reason you didn't get something academic accomplished is because you are accomplishing something social emotional mm-hmm. or making as long as you make those kids feel loved and wanted you're sending them home with something valuable mm-hmm. yeah for sure for sure all right so I realized that as we're talking we know we didn't really talk about you know like how long you guys have been teaching or like mm-hmm. what grades you currently teach so Carly can you tell us a little about like your teaching career I know that yeah. you teach online now but I know that you yeah. have other experience besides that as well well Kat and I actually four and a half years ago we took the um what do you call it like the intro to the district yeah, class. The new teacher class yeah new teacher class yeah, together nice. which is fun mm-hmm. to think about oh, um, I know that. yeah new like mm-hmm. new you know babies together like, hey. a lot of firsts together yeah so Um, We took that class together four and a half years ago, and then I taught um, at the same school for four years, and I taught fourth grade for two years and fifth grade for two years, Um, and I taught a general class, I taught ESE, and I taught gifted for the last two years, Um, and now I'm home mostly with my baby, but then teaching part-time online, so... 
it's nice. different, but still able to get that fill of what I love to do. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. What about you, Kat? Well, I taught for half a year in a different county than I am in now. I taught fourth grade there. I kind of came in in the middle of the year. And my first day of that, it was fourth grade. Uh, the first day I had my kids, we had a lockdown and had to hide in the <laughs> cafeteria. What? Uh, yeah, it was insane. Uh, that was a rough class. Um, cried pretty much every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I moved to the current district that I'm in. And I moved to third grade. I taught uh, reading, writing, and social studies. Um, I really liked it. I had kind of still a hard class, but it wasn't really too bad. And then I taught kindergarten the year after that, just regular, um, you know, uh, all-inclusive. Like, they were all with me for, for all the subjects. And then the next year, I taught kindergarten dual language. So I taught reading, writing, and social studies in English. And my partner teacher taught math and science in Spanish. And that was a really exciting and interesting and very different experience. Um, and then this, no, last year I taught kindergarten at a different school, and now I'm teaching second grade at that same school. So I've kind of been all over the yeah, place. You guys, have, you guys have so much experience. It's so awesome. I love it. So if you guys could go back, you have all this year of experience, but if you guys could go back to like your very first year teaching, what would you tell your younger teacher self? I was reading this question and, you know, nothing popped to my mind immediately because every year of teaching has been so different. Mm-hmm. Sure, and so yeah. it's almost like I feel that every year has been a new year okay. of teaching. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think, you know, my first year, this is super silly advice, but I just wish I would have just told myself, like, you do you, you know? Because mm-hmm. I think I was trying to fit this mold that the yeah. district wanted or my team wanted or... Um, even, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, just trying to be this um, mold. But once I started to just kind of do my style and take some things that they wanted me to do, but doing my own thing, or, you know, kind of um, just really realizing everybody's teaching style is going to be different. And mm-hmm. yeah. you have to teach differently to different kids and that kind of thing. Absolutely. Just, like, being able to be flexible with, um, yeah, the way I was teaching. So Yeah, that's really good advice. Um, something that I think I would tell my first year me and I tell myself frequently is just to have confidence in yourself that you are doing your very best, that you are made for this, and basically you just can do it, just motivation, you know, self-motivation, say you can do this, this is what you're, what you're made for. Yeah, definitely. I remember last year, you know, being a new teacher... I, like, had this expectation of myself that my mm-hmm. classroom was going to be really cute. Yeah, the fitness classroom. Yeah, and I spent here, I mean, hours. I mean, even yeah. that one day, mm-hmm. Kat and I got together and just, like, made crafts for hours, which was great and wonderful. And I loved doing that, and that was the part of teaching I really enjoyed, but it was not practical. And, like, mm-hmm. I felt like I had to make this Pinterest-worthy classroom, but, right. like, for what reason? Right. And then I would compare my teaching style to, like, other teachers mm-hmm. and like my lead teacher and then I realized like the end of the year I was like, you know I, I 
I, I have to do me because, yeah. I mean, my kids are seeing growth. Like you said, like, I was put here in this classroom right. for a reason for this yep. season. So whatever my teaching style is, it's it's for these kids. Mm-hmm. It's not for, you know, Mrs. So-and-so's mm-hmm. kids, you know. Exactly. It's, it's for my kids. So mm-hmm. I think that's both really good advice is yeah. having confidence in what you're doing. And in any position, too, you know, you mm-hmm. shouldn't really be comparing yourself to others because mm-hmm. you have a unique right. skill set yeah. and something yeah. unique that God gave you to give to others. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you see that's amazing in the kids, in kids today? What are you most excited about for the future generation? I know that kids kind of get a bad rap today. They're like, well, kids these days, they only care about technology. But like, there's good things too in this generation that will be coming up, you know, after us. What do you see in them that's exciting? They're really smart. Like between the technology, I mean, the technology can, you know, hamper their creativity and their, you know, just ability to think for themselves. But at the same time, it can also be utilized for some really amazing things. And it has produced kids who are so bright and just Mm -hmm. so forward thinking. They are, they're not stuck in their own ways. They're always looking for something new. And I think that's something that's really so exciting about that generation is there's just something completely different. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I think kind of going off of that, I mean, we know that STEM is a bigger thing now, mm-hmm. and um, I think the the way that teaching hopefully is, you know, continuing to go is um, open-ended problem-solving mm-hmm. skills that yes. I think I didn't grow up learning. Yeah. Um, it was more just, here's the steps, now follow and do, you know? Mm-hmm. But with this generation, they have to be more problem-solving with... Um, with just STEM. I mean, that's kind of what that is, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think that's exciting to see. And, you know, they say that a lot of jobs that these this generation will have are not even invented yet. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think that's crazy to think about. It's yeah. fun to think about. And it's hard to even think, how do we prepare them for something we don't know? Right. You know? Um, right. But I think that's exciting. So let me ask you guys, guys this. If you were a teacher, what would you do? So for a while... What I wanted to do, I would have loved to be a neurosurgeon. What? I know, right? It's not that so different. <laughs> it's just doing surgery in the brain because the brain to me wow. is so fascinating and just every little um, like wrinkle in the brain contains so much information yeah. and just fixing it to me sounds so cool. I don't know. It's, it's The brain is so fascinating to me. So, did you yeah. learn about, about the brain somewhere? Or like, yeah. How did you? A I don't know anything so, about the brain. I, learned, I remember. I don't know what grade I was in. I think I might have been in first grade, which is really weird now looking back on it. But they brought in a brain uh-huh. of a like of a deceased, obviously a deceased person. But um, they just brought in a brain, like a real human brain, and wow. we touched it, and it was just so weird to me to what? think that that thing is weird. in here. Yeah, and just going through college and learning about. The brain and what what centers control what different things and yeah. how if you just have one slight little issue in one center of your brain, it sends so much off. It's it mm. just fascinated me that such a small little three pound thing, seven yeah, pound right, thing right. is in charge of yeah. so much in your body. That's just I kind of never thought about That's my cool. brain so much. Yeah. It's so cool. Thank you. <laughs> I would have never thought, like, being a first grade teacher, like, I'm going to bring in a brain cadaver yeah. today. But that's so right. cool. Yeah. <laughs> I like wow, it. That's awesome. 
<laughs> what about you, Carly? Um, I don't know if I would actually do this, but this is always my dream was to be a dolphin trainer. Yes. <laughs> yes. A dolphin performer oh at SeaWorld, mm-hmm. you know. And I've never swam with a dolphin. That's always that's one of my goals still, especially living here. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that would be one. And then another one I love to plan um, and love events. So I've always thought about being like a wedding planner or some type Ooh. of event planner. I think that'd be a fun job too. Yeah. So that'd be super fun. So I um, have a question for you that I didn't write on here. I usually prepare questions in advance, but can you tell me a little about like, what is it like being a teacher who, who loves the Lord Mm -hmm. and who's a Christian um, while teaching in like a public school setting? Like, Mm -hmm. how is that good? How is that challenging? I feel like, I mean, I have a lot of thoughts about this, but I think a big one for me is especially when there's conflict in the classroom, it is so hard for me not to bring in the Lord with mm-hmm. it because mm-hmm. it's like putting a band-aid on it. Because I truly yeah. think that you need to um, get to the heart level of mm-hmm. things. And in the classroom, you can't... It's harder to go there to be like, yeah. well, actually, you're a sinner and let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah. And you meet Jesus and let's reconcile and forgive, and, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that's one thing is, is feeling like I'm not doing them justice when we are... Yeah. Um, you know, mending relationships in the classroom or, mm-hmm. um, you know, but in, in saying that too, I think there's a role that us teachers, Christian teachers can play in. Um, maybe you do, you know, maybe you're rude to a student or you cross the line yeah. to show humility mm-hmm. and like, you know, to ask them to forgive you and, and apologize. And I think that's a huge deal coming from an oh, adult absolutely. teacher, you know? Definitely. Um, so I think that's one thing, but I think, um, on the other side that knowing even if it's not a Christian organization or school that we're in and we can't, we're not supposed to talk about the Lord, that, um, all these things, reading, writing, math, all these things are still created by God. Mm -hmm. And as humans, whether you're a Christian or not, like these are good things and these are God ordained and, um, there's still glory in learning addition and (laughs) letters and you know what I mean? So I think reminding ourselves of that, that it doesn't have to be, you know, teaching Bible, it can be teaching things that God created mm-hmm. and that's good. And, um, God can still be shown in that. Um, to give you an example, um, I love teaching about the solar system and my kids, mm. I mean, the wonder in their eyes of, you know, the wonder in their eyes of like, wow. And I mean, I've had students say, how, why is this here? You know, Whoa. you know, and yeah. so I think there's opportunities to, be like, well, some people believe that this happened, but, you know, well, what do you believe, Mrs. Heinz? Well, I believe, you know, so I think there are opportunities for them to wonder, um, and it doesn't have to necessarily be explicitly preaching the gospel, mm-hmm. but right. just preaching creation mm-hmm. and whatever else they're learning can, you know, hopefully tie them back to, you know, who created it. So, yeah, I think there's opportunity, but yeah, it's hard and you sometimes feel stuck. Yeah. How mm-hmm. do I, you know, how mm-hmm. do I do it? Mm-hmm. I think just the biggest thing for me, because it's, it's really hard, especially around Christmas time, my students will ask me, you yeah. know, what is, you know, how do we start celebrating Christmas? What do you believe, Mrs. Syracuse? And it's really hard not to go too much into it. Um, and I want, it's, it's hard, because like everything in me wants to be like, Jesus loves you, Jesus made you, he died for you. But, um... One of the things that I remind myself is, like, the biggest way to show Christ to my students without explicitly teaching the Bible is to show them Christ's love. 
mm-hmm. by the way I act, the way I talk, mm-hmm. and um, just how I treat them and how I teach them to treat each other. Yeah. Um, it was really hard. A couple of weeks ago, I had a student. I don't know if he's recently a Christian. I don't know if he's been a Christian for a while. But he came up to me. He's like, Mrs. Syracuse, I heard about Jesus, and it's so exciting. I just want to read so many books on him. And I want to learn more about him. I'm like, I want to talk to him so bad. I just, I just said, that's awesome. Go ahead. Keep reading those books. That's awesome. I'm so excited that you know Jesus. Yeah. That's all, that's all I can really say that without going too much really, into it. But yeah. I'm like, that's sweet. I'm like, I know one of my babies is saved. Yeah. <laughs> that's really cool. I remember I saw one of our uh, friends from church, Jessica, like she doesn't even know that I've probably ever seen this, but she posted, she's a teacher as well, and she posted something about like, I can't talk about the Lord, but I can teach my kids grace and what mm-hmm. that means. And so I remember seeing that and I was like, oh my gosh, that's that's brilliant. And so that same week, my like two of my kids who were like really good friends got in a fight. And so I kind of pulled them aside and we talked about, I was like, mm. do you know what grace means? And mm. so like, we That's talked sweet. a little about grace and forgiveness. Awesome. And so I just was so encouraged by that post. But something that I distinctly remember is like, yeah. you can still talk about the attributes of God right? being Absolutely. like, here's, you know, the gospel. Yeah, so yeah, yeah that's, that's really cool. True. Thanks for sharing that, you guys. Um, what is your favorite part of teaching? Like, is it reading or is it like decorating your classroom? Is it, you know, it could be anything. Mm-hmm. That's an easy one for me. It's the aha moments. Mm-hmm. It's like, honestly, it is like the best thing ever. It's just watching a student struggle with something and then that second that they get it, and the light bulb comes on and they get so excited and they just want to do more and more and more. Yeah. It is like the best thing ever. I can't like it. That is why I go back year after year is that those light bulb moments will, will just keep me through the whole year. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It's good to hear like what keeps you going. Yeah. It's cool. Um, I would say for me, since I taught fourth and fifth grade and I want to teach middle school at some point too. Um, my first year I tried decorating, kind of like you were saying, I was like, okay, I have to have a cute classroom, whatever, and um, found out that it didn't matter at all, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I feel like the decorating, not my thing, you know, you can come to my classroom, it looks super lame, but um, I think for me, the my favorite moments were, um, we would be studying something, and the class, or I would have a random thought on the way to school, of making up some silly way to remember something mm-hmm. and it would become our thing. You know what I yeah. mean? And so going down the hall, maybe we'd be singing a song we made up together about main yeah. idea details or, you know, <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. and like, then other classes yeah. would be like, what are you guys doing? You know, <laughs> kind of like, wait, we're not learning yeah. that. Or why do you know that? You know? Yeah. So I think that's just been the fun and the most fun. And um, yeah, just kind of being silly with them mm-hmm. and know, you know, they know when to draw back or, you know, I think just having fun. I mean, it sounds you know, like, blame, but yeah, just, like, having fun while teaching. Yeah. yeah. Those are just the moments that, you know, when I can see that they're learning, but also just having a blast. Enjoying yeah. Themselves. Enjoying that, you know, time. So. Definitely. Yeah. I think, kind of going back to, like, what we were talking about, don't compare yourself to other teachers. I think one mm-hmm. of my favorite things is actually using my theatrical degree mm-hmm. to, yeah. to yeah. engage kids. Yeah. And so I still love doing, you know, that my in my current role, like, doing, you know, theater things and planning fun yeah. things, but... We had to learn, you know, 3D shapes. And so one of my favorite things that we did was we did the museum. And so then I was no longer Miss Barker. I was 
you know, yes. this like museum yes. director mm-hmm. had like a British accent. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh that's awesome. You, we're going to, you know, you're going to be the presenter of this shape. And then we have the other classroom come in and they nice. had to explain. They all have staff badges on. Stop it. And then so be like, cute. okay, this is a sphere. It has, you know, blah, 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 blah attributes. So, uh-huh. yeah. So, like, that so was like my favorite part. Yeah. Was being myself. Yeah. You know? And having moments where you get to be a kid too. I yeah. Mean, just, I mean, that's, yeah. you know, all teachers yeah. are kids at heart. I mean, oh, like, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think just moments, yeah, where you can just be like, have a British accent, it's totally acceptable. And, yeah. We were know. just talking about yeah, that. Really I had a British yeah. accent today in That's my classroom because awesome. I was wearing a fascinator because it was hat day yeah. and my kids just thought it was the funniest right. thing. Yeah. And oh, it's just, yeah. you can be your own silly self yeah. with your students. Mm-hmm. Like if yeah. anyone else were to walk in at that moment, yeah. you'd be so embarrassed. Like, right. oh, I didn't want my administrators to yeah. know that it was a freak. <laughs> but my, you know, my class of second graders, yeah. they can... Right. They know the phrase. Yeah. Right. And I think even just that's the unique thing about teaching is you have this consistent audience. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it, as a maybe if you're in theater, you have an audience and then they leave and then you have a new audience. But like right. as a teacher, you have the same audience mm-hmm. every day. And mm-hmm. so they kind of get to know you or um, and we remember as kids having teachers and, oh, absolutely. you know, being like, oh, yeah, I have the cool teacher. She's funny. You know, I think it's just fun to have an audience to, yeah, I mean, entertain. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> sometimes it's exhausting to entertain, yeah. them, but other times it's so fun to just be, you know, whatever. And they love it. Yeah. Totally yeah. goofy in yourself. That's really cool. My kind of goal for this specific episode was I just remember how stressed I was all the time mm-hmm. like I was like I feel so alone even though I wasn't mm-hmm. like I guess my goal for this podcast like okay if there is any teacher or like anybody feeling mm-hmm. alone like is there any like, encouragement that you would give them like to just to keep keep going yeah. I think something that really kept me going is just knowing first of all that the weekend comes <laughs> yeah because yeah. we need that time to mm-hmm. refresh and re-like our kids and you know mm-hmm. um but I think just that like the Lord's grace and mercy truly is new every morning mm-hmm. and that was something that I really clung to of how am I going to do another day of this I mean you felt that last year yeah um but trusting that he you know is with you the next day he's mm-hmm. you know he's renewing you and and the fact that it's only what nine months yeah. You know, I mean, if you had to be with the same class, especially a hard class for four years, I mean, that's different. But I think mm-hmm. I think he's designed it that way, where yeah. you have a group of kids for nine months, and then you get to say goodbye. Yeah. So I think, I mean, not to be living for the end date, but to know that your time is limited with them. Yeah. And, you only you know, have both for the good and the bad. Yeah. 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 So. Um. So something that it makes me think of is, regardless of what class I had, it could have been the most difficult class with the worst behaviors and, you know, me going home at the end of the day in a terrible mood every day, you still miss them and you see them around and you're like, oh my gosh, that's my baby. Mm -hmm. And you just, even though they were so hard and so difficult and just you would go home so frustrated. You see them in the next grade level, and you're almost protective. You're like, mm-hmm. That's is your teacher being nice? <laughs> right. Like, is your teacher mean to you? Like, do you feel horrible? Like, are you, like, abandoned? Like, you still, they become your babies. Mm-hmm. And something just to keep you going on is just remember some of your teachers. You know, I, I only had a few teachers because I was homeschooled a lot of my educational career. But, um... I mean, I still remember my kindergarten teacher. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. You know, you remember your teachers. Those kids are going to remember you. Mm -hmm. Make sure that, you know, that you give them good things to remember. And as long as you're trying your hardest and you're just being kind and loving to them, like, they're going to love you and they're going to remember you forever. And look fondly on you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you guys remember your favorite teachers? Yeah, I mean, I had pretty good teachers that, you know, especially my elementary, and I think that's why mm-hmm. I always clung to elementary, but um, mine were all kind of different. I remember mm-hmm. specifically my third grade teacher, she was an older lady, um, and she was just so, so kind, and later I found out she was a Christian. We, you know, reconnected when I was in high school oh, and wow. college, and then she came to my wedding. So, oh yeah. my gosh, that's so fun! Yeah, so that was really sweet, so I remember her, um, and then my... I had fifth and sixth grade teacher. I looped up with her, um, and she was. It was her first two years. Oh, cool. and so that's crazy to think about because you know I'm like that's yeah. me now with these kids. Yeah, you know, and so yeah, she was just super young and fun and new, and I just remember loving, you know, just looking up to her, you know, so much. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. So I mean, I only had I went to school kindergarten first and half second. Okay. I went for sixth grade. Okay. Um. Honestly, like, cause I love my mom. Mm-hmm. She was my teacher for the most part. Um, but my grandpa taught me math. Oh, no way. And Special. so my grandpa taught math for years. I think. So did mine. Is that? <laughs> you guys are so I know, right? We're going to have to chat about what schools because we grew up very close yeah. to each other. So um, he taught math in mostly middle school, but also yep. high school. Um, and he would come over every day, and I didn't realize until I grew up how special that was. I got to see my grandparents every day. That's very cool. Um, He just taught math in a way that made so much sense, Mm -hmm. Um, and I ended up loving math because of it, and honestly, he was just, he was such a great teacher, and he had so much patience with my sister and I, Mm because we were little snots sometimes, (laughs) and really difficult. Um, and he just had so much patience and he taught us, he was a driver's ed instructor too. And he also helped us a little bit with driving. And it was just such a treat to not only just have him as a grandpa, but have him as a teacher too. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I think he, he might be my favorite teacher. Good answer. (laughs) My favorite teacher uh, was my fourth grade teacher, Mrs. Dunn. And she, um, like I was really, really, really bad at math, and like I was. Well, you always, didn't have cats, grandpa. I didn't so, have. Yeah. Right, I did exactly. <laughs> Just call, call up Mr. Hansing. I'm sure he'd come in and teach you yeah. if you need to. Absolutely. So that was super discouraging, you know, mm-hmm. like, being really, really bad at something. And but she saw me that like I was like theatrical, I guess. And so she's like, "You should try drama club." And it's because of her, I was in theater and majored in theater and all that. So she saw something good in me. Yeah, Yeah. that's a a point because I think a lot of times, yeah, students are so focused on what their weakness is, but Mm -hmm. we have so much power to say, hey, I see this in you. Even in adults. I mean, I've how, how do you know, you know how it feels if somebody's like, oh, you you would be good at that. You should try that. You know, I mean, it just kind of it's like, wow, oh, maybe you're right. You know, yeah. sometimes we just need that push. That's so, so awesome. that's yeah. a point as teachers, you have that influence, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's convicting to me too. Yeah, like even as an adult, like mm-hmm. I could I could speak that into somebody. To like, I, yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yes, I'm going to try to do it more often. That's really good. 
Okay, guys. So a couple questions I like to ask at the end is, what are you currently, I know you guys are busy with babies, so <laughs> forgive me if you, what are you currently watching on Netflix or Disney Plus or What's Hulu? <laughs> <laughs> or you say none of the above. I have no time for that. <laughs> On Disney Plus, I'm watching Boy Meets World. Yes. I did not realize. So I always used to be, you know, like a sympathizer with like Corey and Spanga mm -hmm. when I was a kid, when it was originally on. Mm -hmm. But now I'm like, Feeny is the bomb. Right? Mr. Feeny is an amazing teacher. Yeah. I'm like, I watch yes. and I'm sitting there with him and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so brilliant. I'm like, and I'll watch him like, oh, he's not actually asking the question. He's asking a different question. <laughs> he's trying to get them to learn this, even though he's playing coy. I'm like, Feeny is brilliant. That. Seriously, that's go awesome. watch One Meets World as a teacher. Yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah, we, we got Disney Plus and when Brinley was a newborn more, she would just sleep and, you know, but now she's just up more. And so, yeah. and because I teach in the morning and at night... And during the day I'm with her, I really just don't watch. We just don't really watch anything. Sure. That um, makes sense. Which is fine. We don't even have a TV in our living room. But, yeah. So, I mean, when we do, it's just the occasional Office episode. Yeah. So yeah. That's good. Fans, yeah. Um, I really, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it on Disney Plus, um, the Imagineering story. Yes. Oh, yes. I okay, finished. Oh, those, those are so those good. Are, it's just so interesting. So interesting. And yeah. then I did start watching one, um, the fairy tale wedding. Thing. Yeah, they must do that. the weddings in the middle of the night or really late. Yeah, because they're right by the castle. Yeah, so it's I, dark. Yeah, so I knew somebody who kind of worked on that team, like, uh, and she was saying like, yeah, the weddings start at four in the morning okay. and they have oh, to be no. done by right. like. You know, six, five or six yeah. before the park opens. Mm -hmm. So you're getting ready in the middle of the night. Yeah. That's short, I know. but that's not really like, my style. Yeah. 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 I could take or leave that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I woke yeah. up at like 7.30 for my wedding and that was early. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, same. Not, yeah. Well, yeah. no, with a mom, like it's not early, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been up for seven hours. <laughs> when I was 21, <laughs> that was early. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, guys, is there anything that we didn't talk about that you want to talk about? Yeah. I don't want to, you know, cut our time short, yeah. but like, I just, you know, if you got anything that I was like, I was really hoping to talk about this, I'd love to hear that, but if not, that's okay too. Yeah, I think. So just a random moment that I thought about when you were, so you came into my classroom a couple years ago yep. when I was teaching dual language kindergarten. Mm -hmm. I, there was a student and you told me she was your favorite because I asked, I'm like, who was your favorite when you left mm -hmm. and you told me, I'm not going to say her name, but <laughs> I don't know if you were there or if, um, it happened afterwards. Um, she had a habit of like two or three minutes before lunchtime, she would take her snacks she brought from home mm -hmm. and she'd start eating it. And she knew, I'm like, because <laughs> I, I wasn't a fan of that because I'm like, boo, you're going to go eat in a couple of minutes. <laughs> right. So just, just save it and it's going to be a treat and snack. So I see her, I see her over at her backpack, just, you know, just standing at her backpack. I'm like, oh, I know exactly what you're doing. Even though you're trying to be real sneaky. I'm like, <laughs> friend, come here. <laughs> and she comes over. And she, you know, has her big, she's like, one cheeks. I'm like, you have something in your mouth. Were you eating? Shakes her head now. Are you eating? No. All right. All right, open your mouth. Opens her mouth. Mouth full of goldfish. Like, literally, I was worried about her choking. I'm like, we're eating your snack. Okay. Close it up. Please swallow, go to drink, and go line up. 
And she was my favorite that day. Oh, she, <laughs> were you there for that? I don't remember. Oh I don't know. So. But you remember her, I don't know if you remember her name, but she, oh, she was just so funny. She, she was exhausting, but just. She must have been very cute that day that I was there. <laughs> she, was, she was real cute. Yeah. Real cute. Uh, That's funny. That's awesome. Heather, do you miss teaching at all? I have my moments, like, I don't miss a lot of the, like, the reason I really left teaching was because I was, I wasn't the type of person that could teach to the expectation that, mm-hmm. you know, that was kind of given with testing, you have yeah. to meet a certain scores, you know, for your students, and so I just didn't really jive with, jive with that, and so, like, that was the biggest reason I left, um, mm-hmm. but I love the kids, and, yeah. you know, after I left teaching, I taught, like, theater camp over mm-hmm. the summer, so, like, that was really fun for me, yeah. like, I still... I could see myself kind of doing teaching maybe like in an after school program mm-hmm. or maybe doing VIP kit again, yeah. that kind of thing. Um, but maybe not in a public school setting. And I know mm-hmm. that that's uh, like so respect yeah. people who do it and love it. But for me, it just wasn't the best environment. But there are pieces I miss. I miss my team. My team was, I was really blessed with like a really mm-hmm. good team my mm-hmm. first year. So yeah, there are yeah. aspects of it. But yeah. there are times where I'm like sitting at my office being able to go to lunch like a lot. And, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't really want friends i really appreciate you being here and i hope this was encouragement to it was encouragement to me and i hope it was encouragement to y'all and to anyone who's listening so thanks for being here it made me excited for monday all right guys i really hope that you enjoyed that episode i know i really enjoyed that conversation with kat and carly they're just really wise and i really enjoyed hearing their perspective so i just wanted to give a shout out to them again for coming on the show today and I will see you again in March. And until then, guys, if you could rate and review, I would really appreciate that. And we'll see you real soon.